Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's hump day with Swanee and friends. My voice has uh, seemingly returned, thank goodness. I don't sound like what Samuel. About the rest of you? Oh, well, <coughs> it's getting there, day at a time. Good. It tapers off slowly, doesn't it? I mean, Dane would know he's had it three times, so he would. Um, he's the expert wow. In, wow. in the COVID, the cocoa. Um, but we're back. Math, science. We did the season preview last year, uh, last week, sorry, and today we're going to preview. Round one, as we get into the nitty-gritty of each of the games, there's some crackers there with the uh, grand final preview up front, but there's also some uh, ones that Dame probably won't bother flicking channels for, but we'll get into those. How are you both this morning? Good. 1-0 and on the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> giving back already. And the storm was minus 12 and a half, and I said take a minus 9.5, and a half, but they win by 10. Um, so... Good start for the year, but yeah, going on. It was a solid weekend. Um, sort of coming good. Um, you kind of have to be good with children now, don't you? You don't really get a chance to to relax and, and wallow so in wallow in self pity. So, um, got no choice but to be up and sprightly in the morning. So, I'm here, and away we go. So, a couple of things. Um, firstly, I've got a request for you, Dane, to speak to a jockey called Craig Newitt, who just hasn't quite grasped how math science works. Mm-hmm. So the new market handicap is in a straight line. Yeah. What do you think the quickest way to go from A to B would be <laughs> in a straight line? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck me. So anyway, that's that. <coughs> but yesterday I took the kids to Gumbaya Park out of Gippsland. Yeah, I saw your lovely And I'm up the photo. top of a ride. Oh, no. What's that? Gumbaya Park. What Gumbaya goes on out there? Park. What goes on out there? It's like a um, theme, like a water park, like a theme park. Okay. Well, I'm not sure I'll be rushing out to Gumbaya Park anytime soon, but <laughs> it's fun, like fun fields, you know. Like you, you don't like the water slides, Dane. You're not a you're not yeah. A... I don't. Yeah, I'm, I don't mind water slides, but um, I'm not sure Gumbaya Park probably has a water slides that. Well, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I just can't imagine there's a real awesome theme park in Gippsland. Well, uh, that cut out then. I dropped out. I dropped out then. Yeah, but we just kept going because yeah. we're professional, Ralph. So no good. one would have known. Uh, good. <laughs> anyway, didn't even notice. So that's fair enough. So I'm at the top of the uh, the water slide with my son, and a, a well, I say, a, a are you allowed? Are you allowed on those? Are you allowed on those slides that we rough? I was a bit of a toolie. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> there's, 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 there's no height requirements. I'm getting to that. So there's, okay. <laughs> there's three 
uh, adults, young adults there, and and the girl of the uh, group, lady, uh, says, um, "Excuse me, do you do a podcast with Dane Swan?" I said, <laughs> "Yes, I do," did. and he he loves it. She said, pointing to him. So I don't know if he's uh, her boyfriend or there was three of them. Anyway. So had a bit of a chat to him. The guy's name's Sam, so a bit of a shout out. Loves the podcast. First thing he says, how's Samantha? Oh, what yeah, a people man. nice, aren't they? What a guy. I'm well, thanks, so, Sam. Second thing he says, you're not as short as they make you out to be. <laughs> well, he's, he's full of shit. I patted his Labrador and we moved on. <laughs> Did you actually so have to that. stand up against those signs to check if you were tall enough to ride some of the rides? <laughs> I just passed it. Thank goodness for that. All right, well, let's get into it. The footy is back, thank goodness. Crowds in Victoria. It's going to be yeah. oh, it's going to be a good feeling. And we are starting off the round with an absolute cracker at the MCG, 7.10 p.m. on Wednesday night. The Melbourne Demons taking on the Western Bulldogs grand final rematch. Ralphie, your mob. Well, I'm very confident they're going to have a great year. But Are you going, Ralph? I, I am going. I'm not, I'm not sure. I can't wait to go to the MCG again and leave early. Just get our life back, you know. Exactly. Uh, that'd be great. Be mixing with the people on the other side of the glass. Can't wait. So, <laughs> well, what do you think, Swanee, from a motivation point of view? Is it overplayed or underplayed given that the Western Bulldogs will have spent six months spewing <coughs> what happened and the Demons have spent six months being yeah. happy with themselves? Well, would you like me to go first? I, yes. I was thinking that myself. <clears throat> if Melbourne and the Bulldogs had have played the grand final on the MCG last year um, and the same result happened, blah, blah, blah. I would have, I would have taken the dogs at the line today. Yes. Tomorrow, I mean. But because they both haven't played in front of the home crowd, Melbourne, I'm assuming, are they unfilling the flag tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, yeah tomorrow. So, yeah, the game's tomorrow. I will be so, a mess. Yeah, so <laughs> for that reason, that reason only that the Ds haven't played on them, they're going to get their home crowd back, first day back, first game back since ground, filling the flag. I think that gets them, that's why I'm taking them. If this game had been played, if the grand final had been played last year in Melbourne with um, 100,000 people at the MCG, I was taking the dogs for that reason you just said. Yep. Um, they they get a bit more, well, you know, <clears throat> they're a bit hung, are they a bit hungry? Who knows? But I would have taken the dogs just plus eight and a half because I would have taken value. But because of the, everything I just said, these are going to play finally in front of the home fans. Probably get, what, 80,000, you reckon they'll be there? Be disappointed if they don't. Yeah, if yeah. You, if you actually aren't a Melbourne sport if you don't go, unless you've got a very good reason. Yeah, exactly. So eighty, eighty-five thousand, I reckon. And I think for that reason, that reason only, and obviously they're a very good side. Um, Melbourne, I'm taking Melbourne at the line. So my, uh, and we touched on this last <laughs> week but with the with the year look at early in the season, it's a crapshoot. People don't yeah. really know form. And what, what's interesting about this whole round is actually the AFL, from a punting perspective, have handicapped this really well. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's, I don't think there's one game where the outside is three dollars or more, which is pretty rare. Yeah, exactly. I was look. I've taken a lot of, taken a lot of squares. I was I'm trying to look for some value, but I just want to give the punters winners. That's it, and because you're selfless. So mm. my thing that we do know is 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 how our seasons generally start, and that is conservative play. So it's an unknown how Melbourne and Western Bulldogs are going to go motivationally. What you said is a really interesting factor that I think punters should take in. And ultimately, Melbourne blew them away in the grand final and they're, they're fully fit. But I think the essence will be not to look at NAB Cup form, as you, or whatever it's called now, as you say, sweet, yeah. there's no one uses shit if, if, they're, if they're good enough. Uh, yep, the Panasonic Cup. <laughs> yeah. Unders. 
160 and a half. I reckon it's going to be a low-scoring game because it'll be shut down city early. Is it going to rain, Ralph? Uh, if it, there's a couple of mills predicted. So I'm not worried about the weather. I'm not taking into account okay. weather in any of the selections. I have looked at the at the Bureau uh, website, but I just think it'll be a shutdown game early. No one wants to show their hand. Uh, no one wants to get blown out of the park early. And that means 80 points each is, is going to be a challenge for both sides collectively against each other. Fair enough, Fair enough. Well, a big game to start the round. And we moved on to Thursday night footy. The Carlton Blues taking on Richmond. Carlton $2.75, Richmond $1.46. The line is 14.5 to Carlton and the over-unders is 164.5. Ralph, because Dane went first. So nearly the bet of the round is this will be a low-scoring game. All year last year, Richmond struggled to score and that was before Dusty got, um, got injured. And what's Michael Voss's focus going to be taking over from David Teague where the criticism always was lack of defensive accountability. So this will be the game very confident that not only will it be low scoring, but then by Saturday the game's fucked and, you know, we, we can't watch footy anymore and we have to all watch rugby and so forth. So this will be the overreaction game and 154 and a half, these sides won't be scoring it. So I'm very confident on the line under on this one. Yeah, I, I look at that. I don't mind the unders either. Um, but I'm going off um, recent history in Carlton. Now, well, I can't remember. When's the last time Carlton beat Richmond round one? <laughs> um, they're actually unbeaten under Michael Voss. Oh, okay, sweet. So maybe I'll take, give me the blues then. Um, I'll clearly, um, I could say the same thing about Richmond. I could say the same thing about Carlton. Like, at this point in the year, they've got, um, they've got to come out with some point to prove. Blah, blah, blah. But I think Richmond, um, fully fit. Um, yeah. Until Carl can beat him round one, I don't know why he can pick them. <laughs> so I'll be taking Richmond at the line until one that one year I'll be wrong. Eventually, Carl will beat Richmond, but I don't think it's this year. So, uh, and the Sam Doherty factor, that's, that to me, as someone who's obviously never played it, um, that to me is a no-brainer. If it's a 50-50 call, you pick him for the motivation and the boost yeah. will give the rest of the boys, yeah? Well, the boost... A bit like I'm feeling the flag. Like um, the boost is probably for the first minute, right? Like you get, a, you know, well the first touch he has, or you know, be, you know, the crowd will go mad when he takes a if he takes an uncle or he kicks it out from full back. <clears throat> now wherever it is, he'll, the crowd will go mad, or all the boys will get a lift for the first couple of minutes of the game. But then you settle in, and it's a, a game. You know what I mean? Right. If, you're, if you're running around going, I can't believe. I don't know what his nickname is, but can't believe <clears throat> um, Sam's out here with us halfway through the second, like. You're not focused, your tension's not on the ball, while well, I'll probably get steamrolled. So <clears throat> I'll go and pat him. I imagine just for bounce starts and um, the first couple of efforts from everyone might be a bit harder. <clears throat> but then five minutes in, the game settles down, and it's just like Melbourne. They'll be pumped once the flag unfurls, and then <clears throat> three or four minutes in, the, the game will settle, and you know people will do their thing, and Carlton fans will be disappointed once again. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be glorious. <laughs> We'll move on to Friday night footy. It's over in Docklands. Bit of a drive for those people from the MCG. You going, Tony? That's too far. Bit far, far isn't it? It's the St Kilda Saints taking on the Collingwood Magpies. Saints paying $1.61. Collingwood $2.32. The line is minus 8.5 to St Kilda. The over-unders for this game is 159.5. Dane? Um, Well, I have to take Collingwood here this my Collingwood hat on probably. I don't think St Kilda are going to be much good this year, nor do I think the Pies are going to be much good. So I'm taking the eight and a half. 
Um, I don't. The under over here is difficult because I don't know how the Pies game plan is going to stack up. I haven't really. I haven't watched the second of the Saints, so I don't really know how they're going. But I would hope on a flat, on a um, fast deck like Eddie had, that it goes over um, with the Pies. And you, I hope the Pies install a positive, um, quick brand of football. But you know, like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a plan to go get till they get punched in the face. So. Would it surprise me if just out of habit over the last few years that they play a bit slower? Probably not. So that's why I'm leaving the totals alone, but I'm going to take, I think the Pies can get within eight points of the Saints first up. All right. Um, that's, and uh, that's, uh, that's, how, that's how did you go spending with your brain last year? Yeah, not great. That <laughs> um, was your brain. No, sorry, you hit your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, brain, your, brain, your brain beat your heart a long way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but... And this, well, so we haven't got the teams either. So kind of what I meant to have a full strength lineup. All their, you know, I think Howie, Tay, Wayne, they're all apparently meant to be playing now. If they, if they don't, well, obviously that's going to factor in a little bit. But if the side who's meant to play, play, well, yeah. Um, I have to take the pies. I can't fucking, I can't knock back them round one. Give me a couple of weeks to see how bad or good they are. Then I'll judge them accurately. But I'm taking the pies first up. I do think they're, their best eight players are going to cause some damage this year. There'll be games they where play, they yeah. put it all together <clears throat> and they, yeah. they'll, they'll win at big odds. And it might be this one. So I, I think that's a low line, 159.5, as you said, on a, mm. on a good deck. And I'm just looking at the sports bet first goal scorers. Elliot, Majacek, Dugowie, uh, Cox, uh, for Saints, Max King, Membry, Higgins. Both sides have got some goal scorers. And if, when fatigue kicks in late in the game... Uh, that's when there tends to be a blowout and a run of goals because uh, one side's completely rooted and they're out of the contest. So yeah. I actually like this as an over. Yeah. Same. <clears throat> if, if my head was betting, I'd probably say Saints eight and a half, but I have to, <laughs> I have, I have to take, I have to take um, my heart here just to give, give the pies some confidence and just have some belief in them early on. But that could change very quickly if we get smacked. <laughs> All right, well, we'll move on to Saturday. Saturday afternoon, 2.10pm kickoff at the MCG. Geelong Cats taking on the Essendon Football Club. Geelong are paying $1.59. The uh, <coughs> Essendon, sorry, are $2.37. The line is minus 9.5 to the Cats. And the over-unders in this one, Dane, is 157.5. So, sorry, is this at Geelong or is this at the MCG? MCG. There are other home ground, yeah. the MCG. Yeah, yeah okay, well, it... <coughs> um, well, this is this is a tough one, um, I think. Is it? Um, but Geelong are an old older list, as we all know. Dad's army. That's where all the veterans go to play, go to finish in the twilight career. Um, but I think they'll and say I think they'll be ready to go. Um, I think they might drop off later in the year after fatigue and another fifteen twenty games gets played and they get hit and a couple drop off, get hurt, stuff like that. So I'm taking Geelong one to thirty nine here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to keep it close. Um, so, giving uh, Geelong, I think they'll be good early. They're always now. My statistician's not with me at the moment, but <laughs> I think they might always start well because they've got so many senior core guys who know how to prepare for a for a season. So, I'm taking Geelong one to thirty nine. Okay. They're, they're unbeaten um, round one in two thousand and twenty two. So, well, that's a great start. Well, Put the house on it. <laughs> so, so I'm very tempted to back Essendon line. Very tempted, but I do think even better 
much better as the over. So Essendon are a far side, and Chris Scott is such a brilliant coach. I know he plays that sort of lockdown, shutdown football early, but this year there's a difference to how they started last year, which was slow ball movement. They've got to fit Jeremy Cameron up front. So the incentive to start with slow ball movement isn't there. The incentive is to get the pill down to Cameron, Hawkins, Rowan, <coughs> Dangerfield, Radicalia. Jeez, that's five pretty good forwards. Mm. So, or forward, I don't know, Dangerfield's on ball forward. So they've got lots of goal-scoring options and Essendon play a fast brand of footy. So AMC Saturday afternoon looks reasonable weather. So 157.5, I think that's a low over. I reckon that's, uh, that's one that I'm very confident about clearing as well. So I'm on the over there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Fabulous. Well, we're moving up to Sydney for the Sydney Derby. What do they call the Derby up there again, Ralph? Everyone's got different names. Battle of the Bridges, huh? What's it called? Battle of the Bridges. Righto. Greater Western Sydney. I think so. Um, up against Sydney. Now, this is being played at a core stadium, which I'm unsure why, but it's up in Sydney. It's a 5, 10 p.m. kickoff, and it's $2. And what stadium? A core. No, I think that's a new name. That's a new sponsor name for uh, GWS. Is okay. it? Because I looked it yeah. up and I'm, I'm – you may know more than me. The the, the, the yeah, pictures but... look like a different stadium, but they are paying two dollars for. Yes, I hate to tell you, Sam. It's kind of your job to know when you're the host <laughs> of this show. Well, that's why I looked it up. I investigated, it. and where it looks on the map in um, Sydney Olympic Park well, I, is it not it's the uh, it's the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, it's I'm not. Looking up too. It's not um, Sydney Showground, which is where they normally. Apologies, play. no, no. It's it's the Sydney Olympic Stadium. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So there we go. Horrible, it's, horrible, horrible. it's across Shit, the. Surf, nice to play there. Is it? It's oh, neutral venue. Neutral venue. It's a neutral venue. Uh, all right, who's, who's up? Two dollars four to GWS. Sydney is a dollar eighty. The line is only two point five plus to GWS, and the over unders is one hundred and fifty point five. Ralph. Uh, again, I'm confident on a, on a line here is the over. So one hundred and fifty and a half. The, the Sydney weather's wet, but it's a it's. <laughs> It's, it's a low line. Wet, wet you're saying, yeah. It's been a little wet up there, yeah. But not, not torrential, <laughs> not, not not like it has been at the moment. I'm looking at the slow track for Golden Slipper. Um, but last year, Sydney burst out of the blocks scoring-wise. So they're obviously historically known as a low-scoring <coughs> side. At the start of the last year, 125, 121, 117. And you take a lot out of history, do you, Ralph? Well, no, well, not, not when it comes to pure stats because that's a static name. Okay. Stats don't move. But I'm... 
talk, what I'm taking out of it was last year what surprised people were how good that group of young players that John Longmire has got going now into the next generation. And they're all there, plus you've got Buddy, plus you, you know, Isaac Heaney fit at the front, and the GWS are a good scoring side as well. So when they're fit, and they, they're reasonably, they, they've got close to a full list, obviously Toby Green's out, and I think one or two others, but... I think that's enough to make it a pretty attractive game. So I think John Longmire, what he showed last year, and that's what I'm taking over, not the actual stat, but <clears> what he showed last year was he's looking to score with this group of players. <clears> and if that's the case, uh, 75 each, is, which is the average of these two, uh, to clear is not high at all. So I'm on the over there. Uh, no Toby Green, no GWS for me. So Sydney looks a pretty good bet for me. Minus two and a half, was it? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they do that comfortably. Yeah, thirty-nine plus. There was a little spec, maybe, but um, but but yeah, two and a half. I think they get that done easily. Fair enough. Well, Saturday night footy up at the Gabba. It's an eight ten p.m. kickoff. The Brisbane Lions are hosting Port Adelaide. Brisbane paying a dollar fifty-two. Port Adelaide two dollars fifty-three. The line is minus eleven point five to Brisbane, and the over/unders for this game, Ralph, is one hundred and sixty-seven point five. Uh, again, I think this will be a high-scoring game, 167.5 for both sides who, uh, who are, you know, got a lot of talent, to state the obvious. They, they, they both finished top four last year? I'm pretty sure they both <coughs> uh, just about. Off, off the, uh, they both lost in the pre- prelim off the top of my head. Uh, now, when you look at their goal-scoring power, it's still very strong. Cameron, Joe Danaher um, up one end and, uh, and Dixon, uh, Rosie, Marshall, that, that group of uh, Von Ballers who all kick goals for Port and it'll be good conditions up at the, up at the Gabatoire. So once, once I get on top and it'll probably be Brisbane, they'll just keep scoring with the crowd behind them. So I think this is a good one for an over. Yeah, well, I concur, but like you said, um, they'll keep scoring. This could be a sneaky blowout here. Um, mm. Brisbane first up. So 11 and a half, nowhere near enough, I don't think. Um, I probably, you know, I like to always, like we said earlier, like before I see the lines and stuff like that, I like to see if I could pick it. Probably would have taken Brisbane if they were minus 24 and a half too. So, um, yeah, I think they win this by five, six plus. Nice. Well, Sunday footy sees the Hawks hosting North Melbourne at the MCG at 1.10pm. Hawthorne are paying $1.67, North Melbourne $2.21. The line for this game is minus 6.5 to Hawthorne, and the over-unders, <coughs> Dane, is 154.5. Well, this is a game, if, it got, if, it, if this game got cancelled, no one would care. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. Not sure. your own supporters. Exactly, exactly. It's going to be tough year for both of them. Um, I I have, don't have much of an idea about any of these sides, but um, 154, just say. 154. Yeah. I, think I'm, I think I'm going to take the over. I think they both. Um, if I had to pick a winner, I'm going to, I'd take the Hawks minus seven and a half. Um, for no reason, I think they're just probably about eight points better than North. Um, but not with any confidence. I take the over. Both young sides. I think they go North. Moved the ball pretty quickly last year. They got scored a fuckload against, and yep. they also scored a bit. And I think that will continue this year. So the 154, um, I haven't checked the weather. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to be enough. Uh, I'm the other way, but not with any confidence like you. I think I remember Sam Newman in his heyday once said about a game like this: if, if it was in his front yard, he'd, he'd draw the curtains. So yeah, yeah. 
that's pretty much where we're at. Uh, I'm on. I'm on the under, but it's a no interest game. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, the next game of the round is Adelaide hosting Fremantle at Adelaide Oval, 4.10pm. Adelaide paying $4.10, Frio $1.75. The line for the game is plus 4.5 to Adelaide and the over-unders is 154.5, Ralph. Well, I like just looking at the overview rather than minutiae of, uh, of you know, the oh. abilities of different players on, you know, uh, how, they, how they go and against certain matchups. So tell me how Fogarty's thin... Phil Thorpe, however you pronounce his name, McAdam, Himmelberg, I'm sure you can't pronounce my name, uh, Lob Walters, Tracy Schultz. These are not a goal-scoring game, and both sides are going to be looking to not be blown out early, and they've both got some injuries. So 154.5 as an under is one I'm pretty confident about too, which will be going into my multi. So low-scoring game, and another <coughs> one we can draw the curtains on. Yeah, I've got the, I've got the under written here. Um, <coughs> yeah, I've got the uh, same. Well, I just... So Sunday's going to be a tough watch, I think, uh, for all those hungover on the couch, hopefully for a couple of good games of footy. Uh, the only positive is you can actually, you know, nap through the footy because you're not going to miss much. So you can take those little hungover half an hour, 40-minute naps during the footy because you're not going to miss a great deal. Um, for all those reasons that Ralph mentioned, I don't need to go into them again. I'm also taking the under. Fair enough. You're giving people strategy as well, Dane. Selfless. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the last game of the round is Sunday evening, 7.40 p.m. kickoff at Optus Stadium. <coughs> West Coast hosting Gold Coast. Head-to-head, it's close, $1.91 to West Coast and $1.93 to Gold Coast. There's no line for this game at this point in time. Jeez, the, and the market's moved. It was $1.95 at 8.30 this morning when I looked, West Coast. Um the market's moved. Mm. Well, there you go. In the- but here's the thing: during the week, uh, I think Gold Coast was as much as two fifty. Wow. So it's been a smashing during the week. Yeah, I got a little direct message from one of our listeners last night, who's a very good uh, footy punter, and um, he said, "Geez, there's been some goes, and this apparently has been the biggest one, so uh, well, one of the big ones uh, due to um, the uh, West Coast having a few players out. And sometimes, how often have we seen it, Swanee, when there's a couple of players out, the market overreacts. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that could be the case there. But Gold Coast have been a good starting side. Again, I'm not using stats. I'm just mm. saying the way they, you know, they're all fit and then people realise they're no good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hang on, I'm just saying um, Essendon, Essendon also been, I'm just looking this up, also Essendon's been a market mover and so's Carlton. So they've been oh. the other two that uh, <coughs> they messaged me with. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Uh, over 154 and a half. Uh, sometimes when both sides are no good on a ground like uh, like uh, Optus, with the crowd behind them, West Coast might kick away, or uh, if they're terrible, uh, the Suns might put on a show as well. Um, so I've got no real opinion about the win or loss, but I think they'll score heavily this game. And 154.5, you don't require them to score heavily. Mm, yeah, I think um, I'm going to say the West Coast. I'll give them one more chance. Um <laughs> this this game this game was just purely whoever's home ground it was. Um, I don't think I don't think much of either of these. Sunday is a real ordinary fucking day of football. Um, <laughs> I don't think much of either of these two sides. I think West Coast should probably have five goal better side at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I think they probably just win, which proves that they're they're not great. So I'm taking West Coast with you know slight little bit of confidence, but I wouldn't be. This this is your Sunday get out. It's going to be a tough watch. <laughs> if, we, if we're loading if we're loading up on West Coast to get out of the weekend, um, 
we're going to sit there squirming for a couple of hours. But yeah, I like West Coast to get it done. I reckon I've worked out why. So without looking at the TV guides, with Melbourne West and Bulldogs being obviously a Channel 7 game, they've taken away a Channel 7 game out of the Sunday program. So they've given Foxtel the three shit ones. Yeah, yeah fair enough. That makes sense. Hey, um, just before we get to Maltese, uh, I just want to back bet. over. Um, just a little, a little thing to consider this week. There's always, after round one, people go, oh, tipster's nightmare. And, and, you know, how the fuck did that happen? So here's a thing, and we talk about gamble responsibly, outlay a small amount on some multis on, fuck, how did that happen? Mm. So, and by the way, I mean, so I've got six roughies here that can all win. Essendon, uh, well, I say roughies, of the, of the two, they're outsiders. Essendon, Port, Collingwood, Carlton, Western Bulldogs, North. If you take them into multis with plus 15, so it means that, you know, you're probably looking at 3 to $4 for them to blow out the opposition. Well, the, if you only get three legs of that multi, as in a parlay multi, mm. it's going to pay well. Oh. If you get three or four or five, it can pay a jackpot. So... What I mean is have a small outlay, and then if you, if you, if it loses, who gives a shit? So have a small outlay for a possible big result because round one is always full of big results. Yep. Um, so are we doing best best bet? And yeah, then let's, get, let's yes. get your uh, your best bet, please, Ralph, and your multi if you can. So my best bet is GWS Sydney is an over, and my multi is um, Carlton Richmond under, GWS Sydney over, Geelong Essendon over, and Crows, Frio's, Frio under. So I know I've done lines all, all uh, over under lines for the whole game, but that, uh, for the whole round, but that's because I've got no confidence in form yet until I see it. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Well, we're here to give exactly. Round one is, is very tough because, like we mentioned last week, sides are going to, that we think are going to be good, are going to be shit, and sides are going to improve. So it usually takes, what, two, three, four weeks before you can yep. sort of yeah, give it a get, a form, get a form line for, for, the, um, for the year, but. Uh, my best bet is Brisbane, minus 11 and a half up there. Uh, so they're obviously going into my multi. So multi is Brisbane, minus 11 and a half. Sydney, minus two and a half. The under in Frio, Adelaide. And then we're going to sit and squirm because I love it with <laughs> in the last game, of the, in the last game of the round. So that's my multi. Lovely. Just for a bit of fun. All right. Uh, happy punting. Everyone, and uh, we'll see you next week. So, and we will be doing a studio show next Wednesday again because everyone's going to be fit and healthy. Absolutely, germ free. We'll exactly. see you then. Gamble Perfect. responsibly. Sweet. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 